The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed at by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. When eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The Gospel of the Lord. This is the oldest feast of Mary in the Western Church, and there was always some kind of commemoration for her on this day. It's been given different names. Uh, one day, at one early century, it was just called the eighth day of Christmas. Then later, it was called the circumcision of Jesus because of the eighth day event. Later, it became known as the feast of Mary, the mother of God, which is what we celebrate today. And as I said at the beginning of the liturgy, it's such an apt feast on this eve of the new year when I think very naturally and logically our minds take us a little bit into what might lie ahead in the next 12 months. What are those new things, those unique realities that are going to punctuate our lives. And Mary is such a good figure to contemplate today because she was no stranger to novelty nor uniqueness. And the beauty of contemplating Mary in her novelty and in her uniqueness is that those experiences were events that were in the very ordinary human moments of life. Something like giving birth to a child. What's more human than that? Now when the gospel writers tell us that Mary gave birth, and Luke uses that phrase, and she gave birth, it's one of those phrases that we might be apt to just gloss over and not think too much of, but I would suggest, no pun intended, it is a really very pregnant phrase, because we need to think about what was it like for a woman to give birth in Mary's time, in the days of Jesus. In first century Palestine, what did a woman go through when she had a baby? So after nine months of 
carrying this child who is being fashioned in her womb, sheltered in mystery with those genes and tissues unfolding as they would for any normal human being in that developmental process, there came the moment of delivery. And in the ancient world, as well as any pre-modern culture, there was great risk of death in childbirth, which is why the life expectancy of women at that time was about 35 years of age. So there's a lot of risk in that. Now, for the actual birth, there was usually a midwife and several female attendants. And the midwife would bring with her what was called a birthing stool. It was something that the mother-to-be would sit on, and it had bars on the side that she would hold on to through all those painful contractions, as well as a back to lean against. And on the seat, there was an opening through which the child would proceed forth. Now, if they didn't have one of those birthing stools, the pregnant woman would have to sit on the lap of another woman who was very strong to hold her during that time. And the midwife would kneel down and watch for the child to emerge from the womb. And after the baby was born, of course, they would wipe off all the mucus, the blood, wait for the child to have those first breaths, then cut the umbilical cord, and then they would swaddle it in bands of cloth from head to toe so that the child would form perfectly. Then, as now, it was a very bloody process, and yet at the same time, a most sacred one, miraculous. And anybody I've ever spoken to, especially men, who are in the delivery room, the dads, when their wives give birth, are left speechless at it. Sometimes all they have are their tears to communicate the power of that event. So when Luke says, and she gave birth, that's the process he has in mind. That's what he understands Mary is having gone through. Now, centuries later, in an attempt to pay honor to Christ, some of the church fathers are going to write mythical accounts that Say Jesus was born effortlessly, Mary had no pain. And kind of an attempt to sanitize that whole birthing process. I don't know why. Why would you want to make that less human? As if somehow that process wasn't worthy of God who designed it. But today's feast of Mary's motherhood tells us what a dignified process that is. And it celebrates a real human bloody birth of a child born of a peasant woman far from home who perhaps had only Joseph and maybe a couple shepherds to act as midwives and attendants. And yet, in that most ordinary, dangerous event, God was born into the world. 
Herein lies the beauty of this feast, what it proclaims to us, especially on New Year's Eve, that God can be born again in our lives. And how that will happen in the next 12 months, we don't know. But what will be those events and experiences through which God is doing something new, we'll be able to perceive if we keep in mind this paradox of Mary, which on the one hand, in her giving birth to Jesus, was an ordinary, human, dangerous event, and yet utterly unique, because she gave birth to the Son of God, Emmanuel, God with us. Of course, we can't predict what the next 12 months will hold. We have our hopes, our dreams. I think we all hope this pandemic will end. We hope there will be less violence in our cities and in our homes and that our economy will be such that it guarantees safety and security for people. But we don't know if any of those hopes and dreams will come to birth. This is what we know, that 2,000 years ago, God decided to be born in an ordinary, human, even dangerous context. And this context formed our Christian faith, and it's what we celebrate in ritual and art and poetry and song. And we celebrate it through all of those things so that we will never forget the manner in which God loves to work. And so in 2022, may we find God being born again for all of us in those same contexts, ordinary, human, perhaps even dangerous, but ever so sacred.